0: G'day awesome people, welcome to episode 267 of the Transmove podcast, my name is Tim Egg. If you guys have any questions at all you'd like to submit through to the show, yum on through to the website, transmove.com, and today's question comes from Charles, and uh, Charles is the first person to actually write in an email at the bottom of it, hooroo, which I got a real kick out of, because I just, just did, it's funny because... Just a bit of a side note I, I When I say goodbye to people I generally say "huru" Or words to that effect and, But when I'm Especially when I'm talking to my dad My dad will say You know My dad says hooray And, he, and it sounds funny I'll go And he'll go Hooray And we just part ways So it, I like hooroo yeah, Good old Australian Australian goodbye Um, So Charles Which just for the record, I, I Charles has, um, sent. He's, he's a long time listener. He sent me a comment. He sent me an email, which has turned up in my search about an episode uh, about a power meter back in episode forty six or forty something. Because I, I just had a quick glance to come up in my history of my email. So that was cool. Thanks for tuning in, Pal. Anyway, no need to add this. One to the podcast, too late, I'm reading it, but I played around with math and running last off-season and wanted to know if the same principles apply to training on a smart trainer, since theoretically your heart rate is lower on the bike than on the run, yeah? Uh, the math goal is to build a huge aerobic uh, reserves but since the two disciplines are very far as heart rate demands i didn't know if training to math on the bike would be an overboard uh, i may be answering my own questions blah, blah, blah. so <clears throat> yes you can train to math uh, math training on the bike as well. It, um, but I'll, I'll take a step back for everyone who doesn't know what math training is. It's basically a theory created by Dr. Phil Mathetone. Um, it's basically a hundred, it's heart rate training. So it's basically in theory, it's 180 beats minus your age. You know, and, and there are some ups and downs. There's some wiggle room to play with. It's not an exact, but it's pretty close. So um it's it's a really good theory you've got someone you know mark allen for instance did a crazy bulk of his training doing math training you got pete jacobs currently um doing math training um who, who's been at it for a couple of years now a hundred but going now i'm using matt i'm using pete jacobs here as an example um uh, but going not last, not, what was it, 2017 Kona, I think it was, or 2016, where Pete Jacobs lined up to, um, yeah, I think it was 2017, Pete Jacobs lined up f- to race Kona. And unfortunately, I. I didn't agree with the way he, he he built up his training but I'm not I'm not exactly a yeah you know, an Ironman World Champion so what the hell do I know but he did 100% of his cycling and 100% of his running leading up to that race doing math training he um so there's a there's a few things. If you're going to do math training on the on the bike, for instance, you, you're going to find it very hard at first, but you will eventually it will eventually get easier. And all of a sudden, like um, you're talking about getting that um, power meter, you'll, you'll probably find your power numbers will increase too o- over time. Um, your you now a few things. If you're going to t- train with math. Do math training on the bike, for instance. You're going to, um, let's say, sometimes it's going to feel just right on the road, and I'll and I'll talk on the road here. But I know you talked about smart trainer, but I'll, um, you could it was sometimes going to feel just fine on the road, and then other times it's going to feel ridiculously easy, especially if you're doing a big climb, and then sometimes it's going to be so hard it's going to absolutely kick your ass because if you're in a tailwind or you're going downhill and you've just got to just Mop up the um, effort. Your your power just going to spike just to keep that um, level heart rate. Now I had an athlete um, last off season who, who we did math on the bike. He he struggled. It was very hard, but we saw some huge improvements of him trying to keep it up there. Um, but so there, there's that theory. There's well there's that there's that part. Uh, another part is the alan pitman method now i've mentioned this guy a heap of times on the podcast and in blogs and magazine articles when i used to write for a couple and he he, he used to be my coach for years and then uh, he's more of a mentor now um just, I, I class him as one of the best coaches in the world Alan Pittman uh, he, I think his website's aptriathlon or something like that dot com just google Alan Pittman he's pretty cool but what he would do is um, he would he would you know you work out your, your max heart rate and then he'd give you these uh, like block training blocks after training blocks after training blocks of these aerobic workouts so on the bike, he would make the heart rate between 70... Sorry, if, I'm trying to remember what it is now. Um, between 50 and 70 percent, keeping your heart rate between that level. And then on the run, he would make it 60 to 80 percent. Of your max heart rate. and a quick way to work out your max heart rate is to do a you know, a twenty minute warm up on a let's say on a trainer. Do a twenty quick minute warm up with a few efforts. In that, then the main set's going to be three three minutes all out, just absolutely burying yourself in that three minutes you have one minute easy spin and then it's one minute max effort and you're burying yourself hard again in that you think you're going to die in that last one minute you think god i have no idea i'm going to make make this you should be able to get your max heart rate from that and and then you make sure you have a really good cool down and then you take that and you're able to to work out that's just one quick way of doing it um and so, the, doing it between you know between fifty and seventy percent on the bike on the using the Alan Pittman theory, it gives you that little bit bigger window to ride, and you're still able to build this. Especially the more you do, you know, more is more when you're doing this system. Um, you you can build an impressive aerobic engine by doing this. So that that's. I really, I really dig the hell out of that way. But having said all that, let me say this: if you've got a power meter, which in uh, a smart trainer, you might be better off just sticking to power numbers. Um, you're working out your FTP and going from there. You'll probably find you're going to just stick, you know, just stick to certain numbers and and plan what you're trying to do build build your aerobic engine i'd i'd also definitely consider doing as you if if you're doing that um make sure you just do some strength work in 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 there like some low cadence work or some hill repeats or you know on your smart trainer pick a hilly course and just do some lower lower gears work as well just once or twice a week and the rest of it just spin at your normal cadence nasal breathing yeah, i'm a big fan of nasal breathing especially when you're doing aerobic work if you can't nasal breathe you're going too hard so yeah i hope that helps mate all the best thanks for your question and thanks for tuning in and actually when i go i'm just going to throw this up here uh you also sent another email december the 14th of december 2017 which makes you super awesome so thanks very much for tuning in mate see you're all you're all saved up in my email until if you guys have any other questions jump on through to the website trainsmove.com until next episode